Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. Uh, it's the NXT Deadline Edition. Um, have happy holidays. Merry everything. Um, happy Wrestling Saturday. We got back to back shows, baby. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to see any of uh, any of uh, uh, Final Battle. Uh, I, I just, I just got to see, apparently it was just like the, just, I just saw a picture of blood that it was just a picture of blood. And I was like, Oh, that must be the, uh, you're like, the, was Moxley booked the, for this? No, no. The, I must, that must be the FTR and Briscoe's dog collar match. Uh, Dude, picture it, of blood, just blood. It's crazy that you could probably take any of the three matches, especially the first in this one. Mm-hmm. And if you told me it was your favorite tag match of all time, I couldn't argue with you. And you could also say that about FTR Aussie Open, and you could also probably say that FTR Young Bucks. Like, they are just on a crazy run. But we're not here to talk about no, that. I already talked no. about Final Battle you with Sean. You already did that. You already did that. So. <laughs> but, like, worth going back and watching. The whole pay-per-view I thought was great, but the tag match, unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. So, but we have a whole other pay per view to talk about, Alex, or a well, no, premium no, we have a live event. <laughs> we don't. We don't have the pape. We got the play. The pape and, don't, and don't, the play. <laughs> don't you ever conv- confuse the two because they're very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, we do have uh, that. Um, so uh, please, hey everybody, super chats, super chats in the at the bottom here. I was just here. gonna say this is. Your post show for NXT deadline. So get in those super chats, get in those humper chats, mm-hmm. get in those puns, which will be determined later. I'm we'll sure. Figure it out. I don't know how. Send but us we your Twitch bets at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming and mm-hmm. subscribe to Fightful Select. So much information coming out. There's so many interviews coming out. Great interview with Carmelo Hayes that Sean just did. Uh, so be sure to get in on that. But. Uh, we are here to talk about Deadline. And before we dive into anything, 
I do just want to have a Beyonce who runs the world girls moment because on the pre-show we had Denise Salcedo, mm. which is very exciting. I didn't get to see anything yet because I was doing the uh, final battle post-show, but very excited to see that for her. It seems like less people are freaking out this time. So that's great. And you know what happened at the last final battle? Other than FTR confronted the Briscoes. Mm. I attended and I met these two gals named Allie and Emily Cease uh-huh. a year ago at Final Battle. Wow. And I had just met them. They were both so cool. And Allie in particular was training to be a wrestler and she was mm-hmm. a little shy about it. And we were mm-hmm. talking about it. She was nervous but excited. And a year later, she's had her match. And at midnight, it's her birthday, Alex. <gasps> wow. Well, we'll we'll just have we'll have to have a do a three hour show just so we can celebrate. That's it. That's um, it. And uh, I feel like birthday puns might be might be in the mix for today. So ooh, happy maybe. birthday to the Seas Twins. We'll blow it out maybe. more so in an hour. But mm-hmm. happy birthday to them. And uh, it's been a year of knowing you and you're just the most delightful parts of my week you're both so wonderful so that's awesome and I, hope Allie, in the just chat. Like, I hope so too they said they were gonna be they said they were gonna be so <laughs> they, they they may be running late because sometimes they do that um and i also uh, thought this was gonna end around 11 so i set the time for 11 yeah because <laughs> yeah. you know um uh they only they only had like the five matches on it i don't know if there were supposed to be an extra one like they didn't replace the the creeds versus indu share with something it was just no. the same deal um but uh, it was a short card um and uh <sighs> kate let's get this out of the way now kate <laughs> i have never wanted to hate anything so badly as i did these games of other matches <laughs> I wanted, I wanted so badly for them to be just terrible. Like for nobody in the match to understand the rules, because Lord knows nobody watching it did. Um, just, uh, they, just like botches and ter- like nobody like, oh, whoops, the the hey, the penalty box door is stuck. Like sh- seriously, we can't get it open. Whoops! Like I, I, I wanted these to be absolute train wrecks. I really did. I have I some minor to, complaints, but they were way better than I thought they were going to be. I wanted to hate them. I'm so sorry that we took that away from you. And uh, this is the most begrudging I've ever been. Begrudgingly, I must say. The Iron Survivor is a pretty great stipulation. <laughs> it was well executed tonight. I have nitpicks, but overall, it worked. I'm still wrapping my head around it a little bit. It was kind of weird, but overall, I think it it works. They gotta fix the penalty box thing. The penalty box can't start before you get in it. Otherwise, heels no. hypothetically should be having an absolute field day with it. But other than a couple of nitpicks, and I thought the women's one was better than the men's one. Though the mm. men's one, they did something. I don't like who won the men's one, but what they did at the end more or less made sense about it. Like it the, used the rules of the match to play into it, which is something right. that I like. Um, I I accepted who was going to win the men's one going into it. So I was like, how are they going to get there? 
Um, how are they going to get to this po- end point that I don't like? And they, they did it in the best way possible for his character and it, according to the match stipulations. I thought, I thought they missed a huge opportunity to have something really awesome at the end of the women's match. Like, I thought the women, we'll talk about the, the first one, the women's match started off the whole show. Um, and the women all showed out, really showed out. Kiana um, James all, almost died. Yes. Like, she um, was going balls to the wall, man. She was going, which is why I really wish they would have booked her to get one fall. Yes, they should the have. The only one in the women's match to not get a fall with JD McDonough, it, it looked like he was the arrogant one who thought he was going to easily win and everybody ganged up on him because they all hate him. That makes sense for him to not get a fall in the men's match. For Kiana James not to get a fall, it looks like they're saying, you're the least experienced person in this match. You weren't quite ready for the big time, were you? And that's not, I don't think, what you want to be projecting with Kiana James. She was great, so just give her a pinfall in there somewhere. Let her have one. Yeah, she only needed to have one. Uh, But I got to say, it worked way more than I was expecting, much to your chagrin. And in some ways my chagrin, but also in some ways to my delight, because I would rather Mm. like things that I'm spending my time on, especially... Especially yeah. watching two pay-per-views in one day, but it does make it more difficult to be sour. So it yeah, it always it hurts it hurts the brand. But it was mm-hmm. it was really good. I did miss the first five or six minutes of the show, so I don't actually know what they were because I was finishing up ROH. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of tuned in right as the women's Survivor Iron Survivor match was starting. So it I was, was it was just it was video just packages and video package and all yeah. the introductions. That's okay. it. Uh, that's all you missed. Good, I um, timed it perfectly bad. You did, you did. <laughs> um, started out with Roxanne and Zoe. Um, I believe I don't. I didn't take notes because I don't. I don't do that. Uh, I believe Zoe got the first fall. Um, the order was uh, uh, Cora, I think, third. Or Kiana James third doesn't matter because Indy was last. In, Indy came in and immediately scored a pinfall. I believe everyone had one at this point. Uh, Roxanne. Um, Ended up winning, which is great. Um, but they the, um, they had a missed opportunity. They went and did this later in the men's match, and I thought to good effect. But I I feel like you really had an opportunity to 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 have um, like two pinfalls simultaneously. Like Zoe pins Cora at the same time, Indy pins Roxanne, and then Cora and Roxanne have to spend ninety seconds in the penalty box together. And that was, a, that was a, an, I thought, something that you easily could have done to further tell that story, especially considering how I would have tweaked the booking of the ending that would have played into that because the ending was this close to being something really magical. Um, Cora Jade is in the penalty box and there's, she's in the penalty box for maybe 15 seconds less than the rest of the, of the, of the, of the match. So when she gets out of the penalty box, there's going to be like 15 seconds left at all. And she's down one. Roxanne's got two and she's got one. Zoe's got one. And, um, and Indy's got one. Indy. Yep. Kiana James hits this amazing Spanish fly on Zoe Stark, trying to get at least one to get one, but she's still, she would still lose. She would just get one on the board, but she wouldn't be able to win or even tie. 
Um, they mention at some point during the actual match, hey, if there's sudden over if sudden death, if there's overtime, like if people are tied, we'll go into sudden death. Just put that in the rules that you state at the beginning so it looks like that might be a possibility. So Cora Jade dives in the ring trying to get the possibility of like she well, here's what she should have done. Dove in the ring, shit can Kiana James and pin Zoe Stark. One, two, three with no time left. And it's two to two. Cora Jade and 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 um and Roxanne. And definitively, because you didn't really do that with your with the terrible, terrible end of their match at Halloween Havoc. Like, give them three minutes to go all out, get all their hatred out, and have Roxanne win that way, as opposed to getting the second pinfall and then three more minutes happening where she doesn't actually feel like she won the match. She just didn't tie because nobody else pinned anybody else. It didn't really, like, there was some really great stuff through the match but there was an opportunity to have real high drama at the very end of the very first male or female Iron Survivor match in history. You had a chance to really stoke the drama there. Um, again, Right Women won. Right Women won. Cora Jade, uh, sorry, uh, I keep doing that. Uh, Roxanne Perez winning is the right call. And all the women showed out as much as they possibly could. All got really great uh, moments. And it, they, they missed a few opportunities that could have taken a very good match to something excellent. And I always want the wrestling to be as good as possible. Is the wrestling good? Okay. I want the wrestling to be great. Is the wrestling great? Good. I want the wrestling to the, be the best it's ever been. Yeah. And I'm never going to – I'm a perfectionist when I watch wrestling. I'm sorry. I can't turn it off. It is what I do. No, I think it's – we're acknowledging that it was – really strong right but this would be a really boring show if we just were like it was really good <laughs> so like i i'm glad that you have those alternatives because it's true and i i think you're right my i feel mixed about it because like this is the first one i'm kind of glad that they didn't go into uh sudden death the way you said it it would have been perfect I don't trust them to the first one out of the gate to have nailed all of it. So I'm kind of That's glad. That's true. My, my only, and it's such a minor gripe, but I also just didn't love, it's it's so nitpicky, but the final shot was of Roxanne having won, being on the ground on her back outside the ring. Yeah. And I wish it was like a stand tall moment, kind yeah. of. Like just, just little, little things like that. But yeah. She, Overall, she, other than she the... won by doing nothing. Like yeah, in the last yeah. two minutes of the match, she did nothing as and a that's, face. Too. And that's just not how you should do. Like, if somehow if you're gonna have a baby face win the first one of these, they should win with a pinfall at the very last end of second. regulation. Or if you go into sudden death, then they win with the pinfall. Like that's how you should book one of these things. Just having the face win by just. Nobody pinning anybody else to tie her for the last two minutes just felt like they well, could have done something more. But yeah, it does seem like that would have been the exclamation point on an otherwise really solid match. I will say this was by far of any of 
main roster and NXT, the women's matches with like five people in them. This was definitely one of the stronger ones that we've seen. The last one too on the main roster was, was good at survivor series. That was really, Mm -hmm. really strong. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just nice to see that whatever's happening behind the scenes are showing up there. Like they're, they're being better agented. They're choosing the right people. Indy Hartwell's got to go up. She's just got to go up to the main roster, man. There's, there's not much more you can do. I feel like I'm seeing her turn into a ring general, which is cool. Like I, I've seen so many moments where Indy Hartwell is kind of like, you can just tell she's adjusting on the fly or seeing certain spots mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's cool to see, we see so much like development or we don't in NXT, right? Of um, people just getting better in the ring. Tiffany Stratton's a perfect example. That's so much more cohesive, but I don't know if I've seen yet somebody grow into a role that some people on the main roster aren't even yet. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Like I'm seeing Indy Hartwell grow leaps and bounds on that front. And I feel mm-hmm. like I saw that show up here a lot. Make an NXT or make a women's tag division on the main roster, please. They're maybe mm-hmm. doing that since Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox are getting a title shot. That's an encouraging sign. Give me Candace and Indy Hartwell as the way and the women's tag division or whatever, but you got to get her up there. She is awesome. She could be so valuable or call her up to SmackDown. They could just use it. Uh, but I, I think she was great in this match at what her role was to be in this match. And the, the balance, I really, mm-hmm. really strongly feel that Ivy Nile should have been in this, but we did see her on the show, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the balance of talent in this, I thought, was really, really good. I felt like Indy and Zoe Stark played an entirely different role than the others. And it mm-hmm. it worked. It really, much to my surprise and delight and chagrin, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it it yeah, I I I, I I didn't. I didn't think it was going to. Um, also, I'm seeing some stuff in the chat of like a tie for the first one doesn't sound good. Well, it wouldn't be a tie because there'd be sudden death over time. Sudden death. Like if you're telling, wait, you're telling me like like that a super like in the Super Bowl, you you're not like if you're a nonpartisan fan, you wouldn't want overtime where it's sudden death or or whatever. Like it, like it, you could book it however you want, but having the most dramatic finish seems to me to to do it the best justice especially considering how you were going to book the end of the men's match which was which was wait, running out the clock literally running out the clock um uh in, in a character specific way having uh, apparently I forgot about this because it was hours ago Cora Jade hit a DDT on Roxanne who just rolled out of the ring and and like I I won by rolling out of the ring, like that does show smarts, but in a in a dramatic fashion, it's it isn't the best way to do it. That's- I was gonna say it's nice to have a face be smart for a change, <laughs> like that is refreshing. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I I think part of it is a little complicated by the fact that they kind of just snuck yeah. in. Oh, by the way, sudden death is a thing. It's like mm-hmm. okay, well, we didn't hear that in the initial rollout, so. Mm-hmm hopefully next time but my this definitely exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways both in the clarity around how it functioned which i had no idea how that was gonna go and the execution from the talent i thought was off the charts which happens a lot nxt 
premium live events yep. oftentimes have great in-ring with really bad booking. And this was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Jambeard says, happy birthday, cease and desist twins. So, happy birthday, cease and desist twins. Happy birthday, gals. An hour early. But yes, 100%. Um, um, so, uh, um, uh, Broadway Joe says, uh, I was shocked at how much Zoe Stark carried this match. I had Roxanne Pegg as the clear number one, but Zoe shined, in my opinion. Zoe's the veteran. Zoe's yeah. the one who's been doing it the longest time. She knows what she's doing. She's absolutely an absolute pro. Roxanne has, is great and amazing for how old she is, but hasn't been doing it very long. Yeah. So, like, there's there's ways of, like, uh, everyone shined in their role in this match. I thought everyone really, really did a great job. Kudos uh, to the women. Um, uh, I wish uh, I wish the booking had been a little tighter at the end, personally. Uh, it's fine if you disagree with me, but you're wrong. In the second match, though, was women as well. And uh... this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, that was a joke, everybody. There's a lot of people who who know nothing of my work that have been crawling out of the wood, they crawling out of holes everywhere, being like, "Hey, you, you seem biased. Why are you so negative? Are you are you new? Like it's it's a it's a it's a, th it's a thing. It's just it's been a thing the whole time. I I take what, it's called I sour take, grab. I, I take sour grabs. <laughs> I take what is a drawback to some. The fact that I am never fully pleased watching wrestling <laughs> and and turn it around to like make jokes and also offer constructive criticism 
that's what I try to do. But anyway, um, it's I, honestly, I, I see your point that the first one ever shouldn't go to sudden death overtime. I vehemently disagree with the opportunity that they had in the moment of Cora Jade being locked in the penalty box and sliding in to possibly at that moment get the tying pinfall. I thought there was a moment to have a perfect example of why there would be overtime. And then you just have a five minute Southern sudden death and Coral in sorry, and Roxanne wins. It's very easy, but to me, to me, just to me. I would also say <clears throat> I would have liked if they did sudden death because the, there was already a long-term story there. So it's mm -hmm. not like you had to manufacture getting to sudden death between two random people that just got pinfalls. There's a very real story. Well, not a very real story, but a, a very real opportunity for the story of Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez, who are positioned as evenly matched on the roster, mm -hmm. who have had this feud going. Um, Cora having cost Roxanne the first go around. Like, I would have liked to see the sudden death because the story is right there to lend itself to it. If you had forced a sudden mm -hmm. death, for no reason other than you felt like doing it, I would have been like, eh, not for me. But I would have preferred that ending for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Um, speaking of endings we don't prefer, the second match of the night. <laughs> um, I... Isla Dawn and uh, Alba Fire have a match. This is the introduction, really. I mean, Isla Dawn did beat Thea Hale on television, but this is the real introduction of Isla Dawn. She showed up, cost Alba Fire the title, um, introducing herself to the NXT stateside audience as, I've got a problem with this woman. You should be concerned about me. She does some spooky promos. I'm a witch. Um, and... You know, um, this is what we're supposed to be doing. We're, we know, I think, that we're going to get an Isla Dawn victory here. Alba Fire is going to do some great stuff. Kaylee Ray is an amazing wrestler. She's going to make Isla Dawn look really good. We're assuming maybe erroneously, but we shouldn't be erroneous. We should be erroneous. Like, I don't know what the opposite of erroneous is. I think um, just correct. Rice erroneous, I believe, is what it is. Um, that's the San Francisco treat. Um, but uh, <laughs> you just um, <laughs> we shouldn't be erroneous, we should be erroneous. That pops me tremendously. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm only here to, I'm only here to pop you and the several hundred people who watch. Um, so uh, Alba Fire needs to go up to the main roster. Um, as soon as Dewdrop is healthy, Becky and Alba Fire and Dewdrop as the is this Celtic a faction going up against Damage Kataral, maybe moving over to SmackDown at some point and going after Ronda Rousey, all that stuff. Um Alba Fire is ready to do that. So I thought to me, kind of obvious, Alba Fire is gonna gonna lose, maybe get called up earlier than later. Um Aladon's going to win. I could not have predicted. No one could have predicted how they would have booked that particular scenario. Um, the the ref started vomiting up black liquid. 
he was possessed from the inside. The darkness got a hold of him. And he started puking up. And it took way too long for anybody to deal with it. The most are correct Booker T's ever been on commentary is like, help that man. Why won't somebody help that man? He's obviously dying. Um, and finally a ref came out and um and and was and and didn't see uh Alba Fire get her head run into a, a open turnbuckle that had been open, I believe, for 10 minutes. Um and uh and then she lost. Isla Dawn pinned that way. She Isla Dawn uh somehow cast a spell on the referee, which made him puke up a motor oil for lack of a better explanation and therefore she won and that's the end of that match it was really bad mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i think malachi black and isla dawn need to get together and talk about what brand mist they use because malachi black's instant Hers, mm-hmm. like, must have been Costco brand. It was bad. Mm-hmm. It didn't work at all. Um, I, this is not Isla Dawn's fault. I'm just, I'm spooky gimmicked out. I can't do it anymore. There's too many. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I can't, I can't have this on the same show as, uh, Joe Gacy's thing with sex solid. I can't, I can't do it. It's too much, too much on the same show. Not a fan. And then you got Judgment Day, and you got Bray Wyatt, who's half creepy, and you got House of Black. It's too much. It's too mm-hmm. much. It's too much. Uh, editing was terrible. There's better ways to do mist if you're gonna do mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. The ref did a good job. I'll say that much. He did a good job with the crap he was handed. So good on mm-hmm. him. Uh, I also think feels kind of cop outy in your first match mm. to do it that way. Like I, I, I guess because I don't prefer these gimmicks at all. Right. I would prefer she won off her wrestling and then used uh-huh. it like when she really needed it mm-hmm. later, and it was a surprise. But I, these these gimmicks in general aren't for me anyway. Hopefully, Alba Fire gets called up. I'm going to be really mad if we're not erroneous about it. <laughs> but the good news is, Isla Dawn's a good wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. The the rest of the match was good, but when you have mm-hmm. a finish that's as overwrought as this is, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's. Um, I think we're plenty erroneous to say that it was a little right. much tonight. Right? No, I, I had a pizza earlier today. It was pepperonious. Um. Uh, <laughs> So, so some people are saying this. She misted the ref on NXT, which we didn't talk about because, you know, Jesus. Um, but she talked, he missed the ref on NXT on Tuesday. And apparently it was like a slow burn that he puked up the thing. The black, so yeah, ca- the black blood. She didn't cast a spell on him during this match. I would posit this. Referee, Mr. Fernandez, the referee. Um... If on Tuesday a woman in the match that I was uh, refereeing spit black mist in my face and I was working the pay-per-view 
and my boss has told me you're refing the same woman's match, I would file a complaint with HR. I would say I don't really want to be in the line of fire of the mist, considering I haven't felt well, you know, since Wednesday morning. Honestly, I, 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 my, my gut's been giving me hell. So I, I think I'm going to call in sick. Like I, I appreciate the connection, but also I just the the practicality of you wouldn't have that ref also ref her match again just because you know, just in case. <laughs> Just to me is, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You got to be real clear on how. I don't even like this with Malachi Black. Like, you pointed this out too. <sighs> mm -hmm. Sometimes the mist blinds somebody. Sometimes it doesn't do very much. Sometimes yeah. it knocks them out entirely. Like, mm -hmm. if it's poison, what does that poison activate as? Is you got to... You have to um, create specific rules. So Alba Fire was misted weeks ago. And so, so as far as we know, she never puked up black stuff. Now, if you, if you are using this thing that when she mists you, she infects you with a poison that causes you four days later to puke up your guts. All right, cool. It's not great. But if there are, I, I, if you're going to do a spooky gimmick, There've got to be hard and fast rules because that's that you need. Every horror movie needs rules like the uh, in a zombie movie. You have to you have to hit the brain to stop the zombies. Now, the zombies can be either slow or fast. They can't be both. You can't just change in the middle of the movie from slow zombies to fast zombies. That breaks the rule. You have to actually come like every horror movie, every spooky thing needs the rules that you've got to follow. Only a silver bullet can kill a wolfman. Does the wolfman have nards? Apparently so. These are rules that the horror movies give us to follow. And uh, if you don't, if you aren't, you just slap dashing like different spooky shit together. It doesn't really work. So give me hard and fast rules for, for whatever spooky shit you're doing. Know your rules. You better learn your rules. Jake if Salazar doesn't watch the product, and I and I love him for it. Um, he says, uh, who is Alba Fire? Is this John Alba's sister? <laughs> That's Kaylee Ray's uh, thing. She's had this. Striking day. resemblance between yeah, the no, two totally. of them. It's truly, yeah. Um, truly. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of other super chats at Humper Chats. I do. I know. I'm going to read them right now. Okay. Because I wanted, I wanted to put all the women thing together and then talk oh, about. Oh, what? The we're all the same, all. Alex? I want people are comparing the women's division in NXT to women's division on SmackDown, and I wanted to like do the whole thing together. So, um, uh, uh, Javier Martinez says NXT women's division is slaughtering SmackDown's bad. Um, it, this it's the, the the they got the women on SmackDown. You know they have some really good, decent women on there, but it's not really booking them in a in an interesting way. Um, or at all. Where the hell is Sonya Deville? Yeah, that that too. That also too. Um, uh, so <clears throat> Jambeard says, shouldn't Tegan want to team with Shotzi instead of Liv? Since you know they used to be on a team on the main roster before Tegan was released. Before that's straight up a SmackDown question, and I and I respect it. Um, uh, yes, yeah. I talked about this uh, when when Tegan debuted. 
Um, they solved the problem, apparently, <laughs> last night or two nights, whenever it was, um, when they just had Shotzi get written off with a broken hand. Well, fix that problem. Now Tegan can't be your partner anyway, because Shotzi has been written off with a broken hand. So that's that's how they do that. Um, here We have some questions about Roxanne here. Um, uh, well, first of all, Jake Salazar says, so how was the Survivor Chamber Rumble Mountain Iron match? Um, surprisingly good. Yeah. <clears throat> Upsettingly and delightfully at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Salazar <laughs> we says... ready doubles... to tear it to shreds, but it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, regarding Alba Fire, Double Vest and the Beach is a better name, and that's not even their names from what I'm told. No, not actually their names. No, Yes, Double it is. No, that's on no. their birth certificates. <laughs> he doesn't watch. Let's screw with people. Double let's, Vest Briggs. Let's tell oh. them that that's the erroneous mm-hmm. bro. Uh, okay. Um, we're fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we better be because we, we're not we're not like good at the actual analysis part of things. We better yes, be. We yeah. are. Well, maybe we are, but we're not efficient. We're not efficient. We are we're no. Not, we are no. No, no not no. efficient. That's, no. I did a show no. in an hour with Sean. Great. Mm-hmm. No puns, really. No. <laughs> He's not wearing Christmas lights around his neck. No. Why? Come on. We called everybody um, by their actual names. Like it was good. It was good. That's but like ridiculous. No. Um. We are going about things in the erroneous way. Right. Broadway. <laughs> Broadway show. That's a new thing now. Was this? That's yes. Erroneous. Erroneous. Yeah. Um. Broadway Joe says I thought they didn't do sudden death with Cora and Roxanne because it was going to happen in the men's, but then that didn't happen either. I also thought that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean Garner asks Does Roxanne beat Mandy at Vengeance Day or New Year's Evil? I'm assuming both of these, the, 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 the both the survivor matches uh, lead to title, title defenses at New Year's Evil. The Tuesday special that we can talk about it now is on January 10th. And there appears to be a tease for a returning Tiffany Stratton at that event. Good. We've missed her. Um, she improved so much in the ring. Sucks that she got injured because she absolutely looked like she was being primed for a spot like that in the Iron Survivor Challenge. However, I, I feel like this isn't really nitpicking. This is just like, you know, how calendars work. They, they showed January 10th. Countdown to the new year. And I was like, are we starting the countdown for 2024? 2024. We're just really early? Or how does that work? Um, Because that's not a thing. You also, and I, I, again, I don't know what, I don't know what else they've got going on. Um, But you could do New Year's Evil on January 3rd. It's literally a week prior and also after new year's is that not a thing i don't know like why would you push it why why not do new year's evil january 17th like it's like that episode of seinfeld it's like can you believe i got happy new year today it's almost february like i don't it's it's not no longer new year's evil is there anything (laughs) it would be up against on those weekends is the only thing that i can think of 
I don't know. But I don't really know. Or wait, are they doing it? They're not even doing it on a weekend. They're doing it on a Tuesday? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, so do it the first Tuesday, silly gooses. Yeah, January 3rd. Dalton Castle's about to come call you a silly little goose. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I think there's a... I mean, it's just, you know what it is? It's not erroneous to say that the countdown to New mm-hmm. Year's begins January 10th. How does one cook their rice erroneous? With an Alba fire, of course. Also, can we swap out a Booker T with Byron Saxon on commentary? Can we um, swap out Booker T with a tree blowing in the wind? Booker Booker T had um, one moment of genuine, awesome, like emotion. Like it, he was the one who like trained Roxanne Perez. Like she showed up at his school at 16 years old. And like she's a natural, but he was he was the Toronto trainer. His his school trained her when she was just a teenager, um, and he had genuine, apparently genuine, a, a human emotional reaction to her winning the Iron Survivor Challenge. Challenge, so that's great. Good for him. Um, he was like really anti New Day, and they had an opportunity to really pay it off at the end of the match. And they didn't fully commit to the bit. Um, so the New Day um, got a, they're now Grand Slam champs in the tag division. Um, they they won the NXT tag tag belts, uh, uh, Raw and Smack. They're, they're, they're the NXT champions. They're going to be a uh, transitional champ. I, I don't think, I don't see them being the champions for a very long no, this um, will just till from now till till Rumble probably, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just want to um, do the triple crown thing, and they should. They deserve. They des- They absolutely deserve it. <laughs> Usos were never triple crown champs. That That's mean, wild. Th- that that might be That's a thing wild. they that they try and that they, they they might you know rub it. In. They might show up on SmackDown on Friday with the NXT Championships and literally rub it in the noses of of the Usos. You were never the NXT champs. And then they'll have another match for the NXT titles. They're going to do that, aren't they? 14 times on NXT. This this is what they're going to do. They're going to do the Usos versus the New Day for the NXT titles. They're going to (laughs) transition the championships to the Usos. And the Usos will be the only tag champs in all of WWE. That's what they're doing. You can't convince me otherwise. Um, uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar Dude, says he said Gen Z calls it strong style. Like they invented the term today. Like he's just saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Just saying stuff. Jake Salazar says, uh, wait, is there an explanation why the New Day is tag NXT tag champs? What is going on? What legal act can be taken to end this? <clears throat> um, the explanation is that they get to be uh, uh Grand Slam champions. Um uh yeah, it was there was Booker T was radically anti the New Day. Yeah, it was weird. Like weird, weirdly so. Um, I mean, he was also very pro Pretty Deadly at one point, but but it was very in a book in a in a very Booker T fashion. Like he says, um, uh, "This team, they've got everything. They're pretty. They're deadly. I mean, I mean, I mean, what more could you ask for?" 
And I was like, you just named the two adjectives in their tag team name. It's like the one and... thing you immediately know about them. <laughs> it's exactly that. Um, uh, but basically, Booker T has the, has the same level of analysis as Stephen A. Smith during the NCAA tournament. Like he would yeah. be describe he'd be describing Legato Fel uh, del Fantasma as Santos Escobar and them boys. Like he doesn't actually know anything about any of the teams. He just picks the one person that leads the faction and then goes from there. But um, the difference is with Booker T. The biggest difference to me is that's what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, that is that is what he's talking about. <laughs> it's so, um, it was pretty. Good. I, I think he was trying really hard to lean into NXT like right. New Day doesn't belong here. And I, I really, right. I sincerely think what he was aiming to do was pull pretty deadly up to their level mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, but I also just wanted to call out, they have a very quick, short and sweet promo before this that I really liked where Xavier was just says, look, we want to face the best of the best. We've mm -hmm. been the best of the best. They have titles. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. what a beautiful, efficient, quick and easy way to make me buy into to the mm -hmm. match, to promote it. I really, really liked that very fast uh, promo that we got from, from New Day beforehand. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> pretty deadly wearing um, <laughs> Christmas themed attire. With, like, I actually was not mad about that. <laughs> like like a fur a white fur belt uh and wrist cuffs um match was really good um match was great. The, the new day can work great with anybody pretty deadly or absolute pros um it's just that their gimmick is as shauna walensky says i'll take anyone pretty pretty deadly uh pretty deadly or cringy and i can't take them seriously they can get off my tv and take waller with them while there's got uh, other problems but um pretty deadly yes the 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 gimmick does seem and i've said this from the beginning like you're attracting the wrong kind of heat from the wrong kind of people. You can attract good heat from good people, but you're also going to attract bad heat from bad people. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best way to do things. Um, uh, the mat, the match was was very good. Uh, New Day uh, won, um, with, uh, and it was kind of surprising, but also I think cool for New Day. And the titles will be back on the right on the right kind of people, the NXT people, soon enough. I'm only half kidding about the Usos possibly winning the NXT titles. Um, I'm only I'm only half kidding about that. I think they might like maybe they maybe they actually I think they might try to sell tickets to that Vengeance Day pay-per-view in Charlotte, North Carolina with a New Day versus the Usos for the NXT titles match. I think they might because honestly, like, I don't know what kind of, there are 400 people that fit in the performance center. This is not the days of the indie darlings running NXT where you could sell out a, 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 an actual basketball arena of 12,000 people for a takeover with an Adam Cole match. You can't do that anymore. So they're good. I feel like that Vengeance Day is going to find a lot of crossover with the main roster getting title matches. Um, uh, I'm on, I, I, I just, that's just my gut feeling. I, th I don't, I don't know what kind of metrics they've studied 
but I just I just don't feel like this is the the kind of product that will travel really well for their for for Vengeance Day. They got to stack that card, like really stack it. Yes, I don't think I don't think they'll do New Day versus Usos just because. I think we all see what's coming with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for that. So I, I, I think their hands are going to be full. And I think it unofficially closed for now. I think them breaking the record is going to be like, let's keep these two very valuable teams away from each other for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think we are going to get the New Day versus the Creeds, assuming they're not. They seem to know what they have with Julius Creed and no offense mm-hmm. to Brutus, but Julius is a, a generational mm-hmm. talent. So as long as they're not planning on like splitting that up too soon, I think we're going to end up with New Day versus the Creeds at Vengeance Day. And I ain't mad about that at all. <laughs> I think that match will be just incredible. So yeah, uh, I, would, be I, would, I would love that if that's, if that's what they're actually going to do. Yeah, that would be good. Um, um, so uh, Jake Salazar says, Booker T, I'm not saying it, but he's basically alternative Jerry Lawler. He's not great. They, um, they, he doesn't did sexualize have out- women at every turn. So that's, refreshing. that's, that's true. They're uh, on commentary. <laughs> They're equal. Jerry Lawler, much worse human being. Um, so, um, Booker T was really anti the New Day the whole time. The New Day win the match. So the New Day are Grand Slam champions. And then Vic Joseph points out, this is actually Kofi Kingston's 15th title reign, breaking the record held by you, Booker T. And I wanted them to connect the dots and go, that's why you were rooting for the New Day to lose, so he wouldn't break your record. Hey, shut up. I was not. Like, I wanted, because that would actually mean something. Like, Booker T actively rooting for the New Day to lose so that his record would stay intact. That makes sense to me. Him just being like radically anti the New Day for apparently no reason felt a, a little too much. But um, yeah, yeah. honestly, this... Sammy and Solo winning the NXT tag titles is a, is a, is a possibility. Depending on when they do it, um, it's a possibility. Um Flame I Inc. truly like not not bad, not bad, Flame Inc. No, that would be really fun. Uh I I just don't know what to expect. Like I thought we were gonna be at Carmelo and Braun, and by Rumble, they'd both be on the main roster. I have no idea what their plans are for who they're calling up when. It's just such a a crapshoot. Every time I've had an instinct, someone's gone going up, I've been wrong. <laughs> so I I Again, this is not me stunting or or dragging people or dunking on people. Devin Alamar says, Creed's? Apollo's brothers? No. Uh, there's Julius and Brutus Creed. You don't watch the program, nor should you. But actually, Julius Creed is a, is a reason to watch. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, the Creed's actually, because I believe Julius Creed went to school at Duke. At least, at least Julius, if not also Brutus. So them getting the title match versus the New Day in Charlotte, North Carolina, would be a great thing to do, and and to give them the big victory in the in the homeland. That would be really great. That would be um, very cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. <clears throat> uh. So. Um. 
we have uh, some some uh, a uh, something was sent in to me yesterday by Silver Apocalypse. I did not get to um, uh, that is also about commentary. What do you know? Uh, says nothing specific to say. Just a tip for all the great you and Kate do. Actually, could mention that I like Wade Barrett. So would either Wade or McAfee teaming with Corey Graves on Raw be better than Kevin Patrick and Corey? I think so. Well, I don't know who would be your play-by-play, but anybody's better than... Here's here's the all-time worst commentary desk. Ready? Kevin Patrick, Booker T, Jerry Lawler. Three-man table uh, for a three-hour episode of Raw. Is the worst in the history of any, of anything. Those and Jericho. Somehow Jericho's on there as well, just <laughs> screaming about stuff the whole time. You know what's so funny? I I really appreciated that from Jericho during the pandemic because I felt like it was needed because there was no crowd, so that energy was so welcome. And then as yeah. soon as the crowd came back, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Becky says, uh, I'll be in bed by the time y'all are on, but wanted to support SGS. I wanted to hate the Iron Survivor matches, but they ended up being pretty fun. No, that's where good, we're at. Good show overall with horrible commentary from Booker. Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, that's basically it. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I Luis says, Alex, never forget Anna and Verk. Hot take. I thought Anna and Verk was doing just fine. That was I thought I was fine in his voice, but I actually appreciated his 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 kind of um I don't even know what's going on here. This is pretty awesome. As opposed to, I don't know what's going on here. This is pretty awesome. No, he sucked. um, (laughs) I thought. He was going to find his voice if they gave him time, but they could not afford to give him time because he was being shouted over by his commentary mates. And he's a baseball guy. Like, he's a baseball guy who's not used to being, like, screaming at stuff. It was a ridiculous thing he got the job. That no, yeah, He never should have got the job. Ill-prepared, for sure, but there was also very basic stuff of he'd be like... Here comes Seamus. And we were like, that's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> real, real bad. He'd be like, of course, Randy's signature finisher. The suplex. The like it just wasn't. <laughs> the Rico. That's not how you say that, buddy. Um, Jambeard says the fifth man could be Mike Adamley. Adam Lee was, was pretty bad too. Uh, if you watch NWA, why? But also yeah. I would add Velvet Sky. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Hey, I hate um, to be the one to put a woman there, but yeah, yeah, it's that good. Um, so uh, Javier Martinez says, "Man, the men's Iron Survivor was a banger." I would say both of the Iron Survivor matches were great. Um, yeah, uh, I think <sighs> I wanted Carmelo Hayes to win, as did I, but I don't think they, I don't think they got that. I don't know what they're doing. I honestly don't know what they're doing. Um, it 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 feels very. I, I don't know. I, I the, the the plans for things to um, for call ups and and whatnot just don't they don't 
make sense like they used to. Like, here's a guy in NXT that you know is going to be a thing on the main roster. I mean, unless Vince fucks it up. Um, but uh, you Vince. know they're then yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying that's what it used to be. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. And then they would get the title. They would have a title reign. They would lose the title. They would get called up. It's just the way NXT worked. And there was really nothing wrong with it. It got, it worked fine. Now I just, I don't know. Like, don't know, I, yeah. we, I, I don't, I, I thought like, I thought Braun Breaker was going to be called up by SummerSlam. Yeah. Of last year. Like it just, it, it, it didn't seem like they could do much more with him. Um, so he's been the champ this whole time. So now what? Um, and so Carmelo Hayes, does he get a run with the top title in NXT at, at some point? Probably not. Now that he lost this, does he go into the main roster soon? I don't know. If he does, what do you do with him? Like, uh, we this we we did not see or hear from, which is kind of odd considering the way that every like um, Trick Williams wasn't didn't come out with him to like start like you know, like to like drape him with a towel or something. Didn't do any. We know Trick Williams. Are they getting away from that? I know Trick had a match on main event. So like, are they gonna separate them? What what's going on here? Is Melo goes up, but Trick stays down and becomes his own thing. I don't know. Um, so Mello winning this, getting a shot against Braun, either becoming the champion and Braun goes up or losing and going up himself seemed to me like the way you would do it and also seemed to me like they weren't going to do that. Like, so I kind of went into the match going, Grayson Waller's winning this. Grayson Waller's winning this. And they found a way for Grayson Waller in character to win it in the most Grayson Waller way possible. Yes. Good for them for that. But, like, the means don't justify the ends. Because they did a great job, but I still don't want to see... I don't... I Here's the thing. I'm sorry. You're never going to convince me Grayson Waller can put even a mark on Braun Breaker. You're not going to convince me of it. I don't believe it. He's he's a more athletic Miz. Like he does. I don't feel like he's a fighter. I feel like he's a dancer, an athletic guy who get who gets in the ring and but he doesn't actually want to fight anybody. That's the whole thing with him is that he his whole move is wait for you to be stumbling around, run, hop into the ring, do a somersault, hit you with a stunner. That's not what a fighter does. That's like. A guy, I don't know. It just it feels weird. So I don't. I'm not. I've never been. I mean, it feels very diet MJF to me because MJF is trying to avoid fighting people all the time too, right? But at the same time, when MJF does get in the ring, and Grace of Waller's not bad in the ring, he's pretty good in the ring. MJF's great in the ring, and he uses the same mentality in the ring of how can I avoid getting my getting beat. First step to not getting beat is don't fight. Yeah. Second yeah. step to not getting beat is how, now that I'm in the ring, do I make sure that I don't lose? Um, right. I feel like they're going, uh, actually, speaking of MJF, I'll, I'll use this as a crossover. MJF and Ricky Starks, right? Um, out of, in a very different caliber, in my opinion. 
but like mm-hmm. we know Starks is gonna lose, but I think it's gonna establish him as a, a top baby face. I think they're trying to do the same thing here of like he's probably gonna lose to Braun Breaker, but it's gonna establish him as a top contender because he won a match with stakes and now he's facing the champion because he was losing for so long and he's gotten some wins. So I do appreciate that, at least in wrestling world, they're telling me with evidence now that like there's a reason he's facing the champion and he's gonna hopefully like show out, right? Um I wish it was Carmelo Hayes. My guess is, man, like maybe maybe that's what they're gonna lead to for Mania weekend is Carmelo versus Braun, which would be great, but it's like when are you gonna start to call these kids up to the main roster, I guess? But like Car- Carmelo Hayes is he's absolutely ready. You could say Braun is still young and hasn't been doing it for very long, but you've had your title on him forever. So if he's not ready, what are you what are you doing? But Carmelo Hayes is ready, like ready, ready. Like yeah, beyond. Yeah. Beyond, so really. it does. It, the the in, this entire match uh starts out with McDonough and and Axiom. Um, so, you know, that little feud is, is run back several times throughout this whole thing. They did a lot, a lot with the penalty box in this one. This is also one of those ones where you next time, next year, got to amend it. The penalty minute and a half starts when you get in the penalty box and the door closes. Yes. None of this, as soon as your feet touch the floor thing, because... Like if you roll out of the ring on the opposite side of the the penalty box, it's going to take you 25, 30 seconds to walk over there. Like it's got to be a, a thing of you you don't that there's a timekeeper, an official timekeeper, and your clock does not start until that door shuts behind you. I feel like that op, op, there's an opportunity there to do a lot more with it than just. It felt like they were trying to figure out what to do with the penalty box. Now, they did in this match, which was have McDonough and Axiom in there together. Um, Axiom get out a few seconds early because Grayson Waller, when he entered, did his stupid run, dive through the rope, somersault, pop-up, stunner thing, but did it to both guys at once. He did one stunner and one, like, DDT, which I don't think was supposed to do both, but he he did both. Um, but that was to McDonough and Axiom, so they were in the, in the penalty box at the same time. Uh, McDonough tries to pull Axiom back into the ring, back into the bo- into the box, and Axiom shuts himself back in the penalty box, not caring about actually winning, uh, and tries to beat the hell out of uh, McDonough. Now they replay that a couple of times with like Ax- uh, Jay McDonough later shoving him in the in the thing and keeping him in there, Axiom climbing out and dumping a moonsault off the top or whatever. All that stuff. Um, they really over penalty boxed the booking of this thing. I thought there's there's got to be a there, there's got to be a, a a perfect amount, and this was a little too much for me. It was, and Axiom especially took at least four pins. I think I think five. five. I think five. Yeah, so that's that's too many for someone who probably should have been like like JD McDonough didn't get any pinfalls, right? So that guy no. should have been in the penalty box five times. Like that would have made more sense. Like he spent too much time in there to be able to score a pinfall. Um, Axiom is someone I knew Grayson Waller was going to go over. My preference would have been uh, Carmelo Hayes, Axiom, Grayson Waller, because I think it would be really fun to watch Axiom and 
Broad Breaker. Like that's going to be so much fun <laughs> when and if and when that happens. So I was like, well, in this time of year where we know Braun's not going to lose it, maybe he is a dark horse that could work. Um, but Grayson Waller, they they clearly have a lot of faith in. They're correcting it a little bit as far as at least the booking. So I appreciate that. I think there's still a lot left to be desired with the character. Definitely needs to change his finisher. He's really good at selling. Like he just doesn't, I haven't seen the thing that says I'm a next level guy yet. Um, so, and they have time. Like it's, there's no rush to get Grayson Waller up to the main mm -hmm. roster. Like they've got time with this. So hopefully they figure it out, but not a surprising result. The way they got there to your point though, is the best, the best if, route that they could have if, taken. If you say, if you say to me, Grace, this is what I always try and think of. Like, would I book this differently? And if so, how would it be better? I start from the position of you tell me the person who's controlling everything. Grayson Waller is winning this match and I get to choose how I think I would have done this exact same thing. Yeah. And that's, that's the mark of me going like, well, you know what? I don't, I don't like who won it, but at least you did it the wrong right. way. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Th that, that kind of thing. So what happens is, um, it, we're running down the clock. Um, there's a there's like four guys tied at two, and McDonough has zero. Okay, so um, Carmelo Hayes gets posted and then somehow recovers enough to get up on the top rope and hit his his flying leg drop um, to uh, to Axiom. Waller pulls Carmelo out of the ring so Melo can't get the pin. Realizes how little time is left looks at the clock, which I thought was a good detail that he would like, oh, I, I got an opportunity right here. Like actually see him process that. Dives in the ring, pins Axiom. So he doesn't actually hit the move. He snakes the victory. He snakes the pinfall on Axiom and realizing there's like 25 seconds left in the entire match, he just literally runs from everybody. Because they can't pin him, but I really wish everyone really realized, well, we're not going to pin him anyway. Let's try to pin each other. Each anyway. other. That's That was my only thing. That yeah. was the only other thing. But I did love that he kept running from everybody. Everyone trying to get a hold of him. Um, and uh, I think and him they just... They did kind of spread other people out, though, too. When I went back and saw the end again, I was like, right. there wasn't an obvious person to pin. So that makes it a little bit better. A little bit better. They didn't all have to chase after that guy, but there wasn't a guy right next to anybody or, or something yeah. like that. Um, I, I I don't know if this is a joke or not, but I love it. Hey, can you edit the title? I think you mean grapes, not graps. No, we mean grape. We never mean graps. It's it's a it's a it's a play on words. You know, graps as in grappling, as, as like in grappling. wrestling. You know, the graps. You know, but it, we're sour about it, so it's sour grapes, oh. but sour. Graps, but yeah, I mean, never knew it's that. totally cool. I hey, you know what? It's totally fine. Um, but I would say this: um, Grayson Waller chicken shitting his way to a victory is the perfect no notes way. If you're gonna do it, you have that happen. Joe Gacy coming in last, um, and and getting a like being the big bruiser was not a way I thought they were going to to utilize yeah. him. Um, please though, 
never, ever, ever do the handspring into a clothesline thing ever again because it always makes the person you do it to look stupid. That goes for you too, Jay they, Lethal. Stop. They no handsprings into anything. No, like Phoenix maybe can get away with it because he's so damn fast, but like, but sparingly. Nobody else should be doing slow handsprings into the ropes, bounce back lariat because it just makes the guy stand there waiting to take your move. And in a match like this, I will the, the thing I think that made both of these matches the stipulations of success is because there was a sense of urgency for 25 straight minutes. Like everyone's trying to pin everyone all the time. Um, somebody mentioned that maybe instead of the penalty box, you could do a thing where if you get a pinfall, you get a point. But if you're the one who's pinned, you lose a point. I love that. I, I saw And that I was like, that would, that would require so much math that I don't think Shawn Michaels could handle it. But I love the idea of it. I just, I just don't, I just don't think they'd, they'd, they'd... it's like golf. Everybody starts at par. You mm -hmm. kind of go up and down on that. Right. But... Yeah. Um, um, Alex, I think it's fair to say that you're having a hard time buying Grayson Waller and that I, I am that he kind of puts you to sleep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it mm -hmm. would, it would take a miracle of sorts. It would for you to buy into it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. maybe you can get both. Maybe, maybe you can get a miracle and the best night's sleep possible with miracle brand sheets. Try Miracle.com slash Fightful. What is that? Well, I'll tell you what it is. Gets you off those dirty sheets. Not, not us, not Fightful. But those dirty sheets that you're sleeping on with all that bacteria. Miracle brand protects and prevents up to 99% of bacteria. Requires three times less laundry. They've got those silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA that keep your sheets feeling good. They got 500 thread count sateen weaves that's got some of the best cotton in the world. It's better for your skin, help avoid uh, stuffy noses, allergies, acne. A lot of those things that those bacteria on your sheets will help uh, cause, and you don't want that. Trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Get a free three-piece towel set and save 40%. That's Trymiracle.com slash Fightful. And use that code FIGHTFUL. It seems Alex has a staple that's appeared. <laughs> I thought that was scripts, maybe, but it's just the lovable Rudolph. Yeah, that's just Rudolph. Oh, and also... I want to be a dentist. I want to be... A dentist. Well, then go to dental school, you snob. Don't you know about Bumbles? Bumbles bounce! <laughs> what would you so, name uh, that stable? Oh, I don't know. Tell us in the chat. Send in Super Chats about it. We Send in Super somebody. Chats about naming my, my Rudolph stable. Please do. Rudolph Ziggler. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, for the for the rest of the show, different Christmas puns. Also, this is going to carry over 
into Tuesday. So get your humper chats in between now and Tuesday. Christmas puns for the rest of the show today and for the show on Tuesday at humperchats.com. You can get them in whenever you think of them. All Christmas characters, everything with wrestler puns, we're ready to go. Okay? Love that for us. Mm-hmm. I do have to say this probably was the worst NXT pay-per-view of all time because there was no scripts. It's kind of disappointing. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Is that something you're trying to cue me for something? No, internet, I'm just my, saying. My internet's an... fine. My computer's not being hacked again. I'm 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 on the lookout. Okay. For the computer being hacked. I know it's I'm true. glad you should be using an Ord VPN at all times. Yeah. Uh Jambeard says WWE should get that one football announcer. Now, here's a guy that's actually John Madden. The one football announcer is the most famous one ever. And yes, they should get a guy who's like that on purpose. I mean, they got Pat Mack already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing some really good ones in here. I'm seeing some really good ones in the chat. Some really good ones in the chat. Get them in. Get them I in, ask, everybody. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. We made so we made no money yesterday on the rampage and smackdown post show nobody wanted to talk about anything except no. to cash down mocks nobody mm-hmm. cared uh jake salazar says i do not watch nxt but i tune in every week for two plus hours just because this show is literally the funniest thing thank you jake i have so much fun doing it mary that's chris masters oh that's really good and then rudolph could like flex his pecs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh, Jambeard says, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the show, but to me, Deadline was as was good as an NXT TV show, but was very meh and underwhelming as a pay-per-view. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's in, 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 yeah, it's in, yeah. I actually um, thought it was, honestly, I actually thought it was pretty good. Maybe I was just on a wrestling high from watching Final Battle, but like, Roxanne won. Both matches were good. New Day winning, I thought, was an awesome call. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... I, it, it was, I actually it was didn't fine. mind it. it. Was, yeah. It, it was fine. It was a perfectly cromulent play. There but, was nothing erroneous about it. There was nothing particularly erroneous about it. It was somewhere right. in the middle. But to compare it to what we see on Tuesdays, I think, is unfair because of how mm-hmm. we talk about Tuesdays. So, mm-hmm. I would say it's a step up for sure. A shock's got a great one. I'm, I'm, ah, that's good. My flame ink, Molly Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> Have a Molly Holly Christmas. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, buddy, the elf Matthews. I'm not gonna do any more of these. I'm not gonna do. Not gonna do it. Okay. okay first of all, um, mm-hmm. whoops, I meant to click this no. one. I'm very hot. I'm not kind of pretty. Okay, I'm super hot, and it's been established on the show before, and you also have to send in money to talk about how pretty I am. Just because, okay, I'm not, I I don't know why I'm doing this, because I I still think the gag is hilarious. Um, When the Dirty Dogs The Dirty P-Wags? Yeah, were uh, were pairing together Riggler and Zood, um, I just decided that they, that's what I called them. I called them Riggler and Zood because they were basically interchangeable um and Riggler I thought was hilarious because it's just a funny word and Zood was great because it, it reminded me of two of my favorite movies which is Superman 2 
which is kneel before Zood, which just which popped me for like five minutes one night when I was doing Sourgrass by myself. And also, um, there is no Dana, there is only Zood. So yeah, General Zod, thanks for showing up and allowing me to remember that fun thing. Love the dirty pee wags. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is good. Um, so- Santos Claus. The wet bandit <laughs> shirt rocks. It does. Um, it's great. It's got it's got the wet bandits drawn in the style of Mario and Luigi. It's one of the most clever things I've ever seen. And I bought it from the time I saw it to the time I bought it was like 45 seconds. I love, <laughs> I love, I love being able to shot like that. Immediately purchased. And, and the and the name of the and the name of the uh, the faction is Hermes Hermits. Ooh, I'm in. See? That's good, right? For me. Fantastic. Um, so, um, <laughs> Feeling Drippy says, Iron Survivor match rules that were vetoed. Number one, first to pin everyone else automatically wins. Mm-hmm. Number two, first person to say Sean is better than Brett gets three points. Number I'm three, out. first person to say a secret phrase gets two points. The phrase was supposed to be safe parking lot. No, I don't think anyone will say that. Oh, no, it'd be you people, because... Mm. Then the heels would just mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. advantage. Um. So uh, Jake Salazar says, "See, you said that's how it worked when Vince was in charge. How sweet and innocent. Triple H will absolutely fuck it up too. I'm talking about NXT. That's what I was talking about. Um, yeah, like back in Gold Era NXT, it was like someone's a champion. That means they're going up. Like that's just that was just that was the whole thing. Now Vince fucked it up once they got there." I'm not saying Triple H isn't going to fuck up people when they once they get here now, but the NXT progression is all out of whack. Yes. Now then, then Jake Salazar is with uh, Trick Williams is going up because he has the size, while Carmelo Hayes stays and feuds with the likes of Waller and Gacy. Uh, no, there's been think. enough reports even from them that Carmelo Hayes is is the right. guy that yeah. yeah that they have. Um, Jaren Riddick with the worst idea, just because they're not going to actually let them be. What they can be. The Dyad will beat the New Day for the titles at Vengeance Day. Uh, Stop. That's so mean. It's so mean that we never got a Grizzled Young Veterans match versus the New Day, but we do get a Dyad match, which will be overbooked to hell with spooky crap. It's the holidays. Don't be mean. Um, Yeah. Um, Jambeard says, the football guy is the one currently partnered with Al Michaels for Thursday night games. Is that... Kirk Herb Street? Uh, maybe. Not sure. Ooh. Uh, Flame Inc. says, Rudolph. That's Dolphin Bobby. Rudolph. Ooh, the red, uh, okay. red-nosed reindeer. See? I'm actually there surprised they haven't done that in like a Rudolph. Christmas chaos match, which is just an ODK mm. match. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, so backstage, we got <clears throat> Ivy Nile and Titan Paxley. Being interviewed about you know, it was it was must have been very hard for them to go against the Creed's brothers' wishes, but but that's okay because we know we were doing it right for our brothers. Um, and then they get walked up on by uh, the tag champs uh, to TikTok tag team, and they say, "Hey, we really respect what you guys did, and we just want to let you know um, that you know um, we're looking out. We we see what you're doing. It's like, hey, well, don't res- don't." mistake my kindness for weakness which is one of the most overused phrases in wrestling 
please don't like well this we somebody wrote this script who's written a lot of other scripts um scripts. not scripts not scripts no no he's everybody uh, freeze happy birthday cease twins happy birthday cease twins officially um so uh so we get um we get later the the TikTok tag team get walked up on by um everyone gets walked up on in NXT, but they huh. get walked up on by uh by Toxic Attraction, not Manny Rose, who specifically said she was going to be there to watch whoever is going to be the one to win the Iron Survivor Challenge because she wants to see who's going to face her for her title, but she wasn't there. Uh, but the TikTok, but the the Toxic Attraction was there. And it's like you guys are scared of us, even though like we beat you guys uh, two weeks ago at in the six person match. Um, and then uh, they they talk ba bad about Ivy Nile, and then Ivy Nile jumps them. Um, and so there's a big brawl between six women. Um, oh. Also, uh, Odyssey Jones is facing Von Vern Wagner. So that's the thing. Um, and then uh, back uh, backstage also, Drew Gulak is interviewed. Drew Gulak is now in NXT. He is wants to like, because he never really, he wants to, he's, yeah, I, mean, I didn't really realize my true potential. So I want to come come back and get back to the roots and everything. If there's anybody that I can learn from or who, who, who I can teach, then I want to be here and work with them. And then Damon Kemp walks up and it's like, hey, you haven't seen me in two months. I was like, has it been that long since Brutus beat the absolute dog crap out of you for five minutes? Has it been two months? Really? I think it actually has. Hey. That's a long time. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Damon Kemp and uh, Drew Gulak are going to do something. Um, Damon Kemp uh, honestly intrigues me a lot as a, as a prospect. Uh, and Drew Gulak is great. And like I said, uh, Drew Gulak in NXT is never a bad thing. He can teach as much as he uh, will be actually able to maybe be showcased in some way. So that's good. He should absolutely be training people if he's not. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas puns. So far, so far, we've got six. Christmas puns. Christmas puns. Christmas Ryan Lambert puns says, today. Hanukkah Harry Smith Jr. <laughs> Jambeard says, I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming, I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming, jingle in, jingle in my mind. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Especially because Chris Jericho lost today. Mm, he did. He did. He did. It makes sense now. It didn't at the time. It, it does it make sense now, uh, but it didn't at the time. Fleming says, Grandma got run over by the Stroman Express. <laughs> um not finished with grandma. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. You have to do it because you do it better. Mm -hmm. Um not finished with grandma. Um mistletoe dropkick. That's Ooh, very good. I mistletoe like dropkick. That's good, Jam Beard. Very good. How about um, this? Mm -hmm. A Marriott. Like a like Merry Christmas. Marriott. 
Oh, Mar Merry at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. That's good. Yeah, okay, good. I, I'm getting, I'm getting, yeah. Scotty Bobox says, I was having a conversation with somebody about Joe Gacy earlier. For the man, it's great that he's getting this exposure. I still favor him as, as part of the unwanted tagging with Eddie Kingston. Crazy they were tagged against Takeshita back in 2019. Um, it's yeah, just like so not that long ago for how long ago that is. It's yeah. bananas. What do you think about Yeah, where all of them are? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is crazy. Like Joe Gacy, I, I've, 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 I think he's. I think he's a very talented wrestler. I think the. I think the gimmick is 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 does not work. Um. Yeah. Um. Michael Branson says, with respect, Hanukkah Kimura, R.I.P. Oh, it's true. It's true. Um. Uh. So. I think Luis is saying this. The unwanted fucking ruled man. Swerve, Eddie, and Gacy. Uh, Wild. Colby Colino. Yeah. You know what is cool, though? As much as I don't love the Gacy stuff, all those guys have jobs on TV. And, like, well, I, I feel the most appropriate measure of being over in a wrestling company is wins and losses. Mm. WWE clearly says that their version of being over is just being on TV, especially being in NXT. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's cool that, that they're viewed that way. Also just popping at the chat. So it's like, Graham's going to get these. <laughs> There's some, there are some really great um, puns in, in the chat. Save those, send them in for Tuesday. If you're not going to send them in for tonight. Um, there are some, there are some really, really good ones. Um, uh, hey, Braun Breaker defeated out Apollo Cruz. So, here's the thing. There were some really interesting parts of this match. Um, I don't... They've... If they didn't do this whole gimmicky, I-can-see-visions thing with Apollo, then the moment where he, like, went to that place and started wrestling as a different guy might have been more interesting but to me it was like he's having a vision let's show really close up to his face about the vision he's having because he can see through time that's his gimmick apollo cruz fortune teller and that's stupid but if he has to like focus and hyper focus and get like bring himself to another level of violence to try and beat Braun Breaker that makes sense as a as a fighter that he would have to do that especially because he's been so genial with Braun up until this point him having to get crazy violent and having to psych himself up to do that makes sense but not in the context of he's having a vision right now that's dumb, okay? The other thing about this match that I think made it suffer is that for a while, you could have convinced me of Apollo Crews pulling off the shocking upset. Yes. Maybe, maybe they have plans for Braun Brickaker to have him do some stuff leading up to a big rumble spot on the main roster. M maybe they have that. You could have convinced me of that. However, once we knew that Grayson Waller was getting the next title shot, there's no way you have Apollo Crews as the champion because not even they want to run that shit back. Like that was bad. 
the the the, the Cruz and Grayson Waller stuff was actively yeah. bad, yeah, and I think damaged both men in NXT. Nobody came out of that looking good because Apollo Cruz came out of that with his stupid gimmick and his and his bleeding eye thing, and a, 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 like Grayson Waller was running away actively. Like it made both guys look bad. It's it's amazing that they actually were able to get away from that and get to this point where Apollo Cruz is a believable contender for Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller somehow is now the actual contender again moving forward. But there's no chance you'd have them work together again. So I so I was like I can't there's I I can't even let yeah. myself believe it for half a second. If it had been somebody else or if somehow that match had main evented, maybe, but no way they're doing Grayson Waller versus Apollo Crews. So this match, in my eyes, suffered just by the context of it. I would say that was, I'm glad you mentioned it, because that was also part of why I was like, oh, if you had Axiom go over, I would have been intrigued in either outcome of the Braun Apollo mm-hmm. match. And they're definitely not going to run Apollo and Grayson Waller back so soon after that. Like, because that did fail on both levels. I always try to look at great, great professional wrestling. Your winner and your loser come out looking great. Really good professional wrestling. One guy comes out looking great and the other guy looks solid. Bad professional wrestling. Both guys look bad. And that's kind of what happened there, unfortunately. And sometimes you have control over that, and then sometimes things just don't work or whatever. That was something they had control over, and they booted it. But yeah. very glad Apollo. I loved. I loved the match. Um, I I loved the chess game that got played a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I think Apollo gave him a different type of match than he had before. You could see them both being like. Almost like in baseball, how the pitcher and the hitter are trying to outfox each other a little bit. Like, okay, he's going to throw this at me, so I should counter with this or whatever. Or like, I have to, you saw a lot of that happening. And because they're both kind of in the same weight class a little bit and both upsettingly athletic for their size, Mm -hmm. like this felt like a very viable contender. And I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, Finish was fine. Braun Breaker has one of the most... Him and Ricky Starks have the best spears in the game right now, in my opinion, and they're wildly different considering how simple yeah. and the same move it is. They read completely differently. His is so explosive, so in that Goldberg vein. Great stuff. Loved the match. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not not, I'm not actively not looking forward to Grayson Waller and Braun the same way you are, I think. I'm, there's so many other options I would rather see, unfortunately. I mean, it's just it's just to me, like, how are you going to book this match to take away the advantage that Braun holds in literally every metric in the ring? Grayson Waller's not faster than him. He's damn sure not stronger than him. I don't believe he's smarter than him. What, they're like, gonna try and say it's cerebral. Like they're right. gonna try these chicken shit tactics. No, but like, yeah, but that's gonna be him stalling. Like, do I want to watch a match where where Grayson Waller stalls for ten minutes? No, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, no, I, that's not that's not entertaining. Like, it may be like what his character would do in that situation, and that I can respect. 
but then it's your job to figure out why he can't do that because that makes for a shitty match to watch. So figure it out from there. I just, I think, I think that, that Braun Breaker has proven everything he needs to prove as champion. And the point now that you're, now it becomes who's he putting over to get, to get that rub from beating Braun Breaker. Um, I really wish he had never lost the title to Dolph Ziggler at this point, because that, that, that breaks up a really long reign unnecessarily. Um, but at this point, like, I don't, it was also only done for him to get it back Mm -hmm. because Dolph Ziggler didn't do anything else with it in between. Mm -hmm. So it was only lost so that they could do a rematch where he was getting it back. That makes sense. Right. Um, and they, then he, then he, he 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 lost it he didn't win it back and then two days later he did win it back on raw and then they didn't oh that's right they, they, he lost he lost he lost it to 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 ziegler he had a rematch at their play the member the matinee at wrestlemania weekend he lost again so veer retained no, veer wow uh ziegler retained veers in the chat um, uh, Ziggler retained. Veer's in and our chat right now. Just type he's it in away. The chat. He's like, Just hello. Um, uh, Ziggler retained, and then they had Braun win it back two days later on Raw, but didn't do anything with him moving forward on Raw. He just won the title back and was like, hey, everybody, watch this guy on Tuesdays. And everyone's like, nah, we're good. You know? Yeah. And I, I wouldn't hate it if it happened at a better time. Like, I like the idea of, like, wow, this guy's really impressive. He gets a main roster showcase. Yeah. But, like, you have to do that probably right before Rumble so that mm-hmm. people are, like, intrigued. But I, I don't hate Waller, but I'm certainly not standing on end for it. No. And I I don't know how I could be standing on end for it. I would no. I would need help if I was mm-hmm. going to be standing mm-hmm. on end for this. Uh, mm-hmm. If I was going to be excited Right. Are the performances that were mm-hmm. going to be delivered? Mm-hmm. Why, I would need the help of Blue Shoe. Blue brand, red brand, black and gold, multi... Oh, who cares? Blue Chew. That's the real blue brand. And listen, if you want to make your paint splat... Listen, it doesn't matter. The quality's going to improve with Blue Chew. Your sexual performance. Harder, stronger erections. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Prescribed online, ship straight to your door. Consult with an online physician, and uh, if approved, it, it comes straight to you. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Pay $5 shipping. That's it. $5 shipping, and get your first order free when you go to BlueChew.com and use the code Fightful. Have that main event performance. I know. You, you might switch brands, yada, yada. Don't do not do that. Stay with the blue brand. Stay with bluechew.com. Code Fightful. She's so beautiful. Is that the Muppet ba- version? Muppet it's the Muppet Babies. Babies. Yeah. This was, um, this was, uh, this is a collector's item. It was in uh, McDonald's Happy Meals in the late 80s. Stop. My uh, my wife my wife still has hers <laughs> from when she was a little little kid. 
That's um, the cutest. She's got the whole set minus Gonzo, but the other ones are not in good condition. Otherwise, I'd try and sell them, baby. Yeah. Um, if okay. So, um, we have a question. We have a, a, a announcement. Apparently, was made. Tom Brady says, "Tom, Bra- welcome, Tom Brady." Touchdown, oh, thank Tom. You. HBO K, uh, K says, "Announced Brown versus Waller be at New Year's Evil. I think we get Mellow at Vengeance Day. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps that's what their what their point is. But I, but again, I don't, I don't know what I don't know why we're. Uh, I guess maybe that's the thing. But I would also like not be surprised at all if we get Braun versus random main roster person to really sell, and they could easily." by the way, set that up at the Rumble. It's like sure. a week later. Oh, yeah. Braun will eliminate someone and that'll be that'll be that. And to be honest, I don't hate that idea. I think that's probably a really good idea. And then you do Mellow and Braun WrestleMania weekend for Stand and Deliver because you're selling mm. the WrestleMania experience anyway. So yeah. they'll probably do that. I just, mm-hmm. I just assumed these guys were getting called up because word on the street has been that Carbello is viewed internally as impressive as we view him externally, which is awesome. And I think he'd be such a fun addition to the mid card there, especially since the mid card right now is the main title. That's the thing. Before you start calling up anybody else, because you've already re-signed all of these people, fix your damn title scene. A, a, a set of tag titles on each brand, a top title on each brand, a mid card title on each brand. We 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 can't have the. This is the thing. Everything is going to be hung up until at least WrestleMania, because it just like uh, if there's nothing for them to do, then you just got a log jam in the upper mid card with nobody to do anything, and that's the that's the that's the. The only thing I can think is. And it would still be Long Jam till Mania, but if they announce that they're splitting the titles mm-hmm. and Royal Rumble winner, probably Cody Rhodes is, it wins Rumble and Roman says, I'm only putting one of my titles on the line or whatever. Because then you at they, least know it's coming. They had the perfect opportunity. To oh, we drew it. Uh, yeah, with Clash of the Castle and, and was right have, there. Have Drew win the match. And have Roman abscond with one of the titles, and Drew has the other one. And then on Friday, you have Paul Heyman come out and say, "Oh, did you think that match was for both titles? What kind of what kind of wise man advisor would I be if I allowed my my client, the Tribal Chief, to wrestle for both belts on the line? That never was the case. <gasps> Hooray! You did a thing." We would be like, okay, you played us fine. But at least at that point, we got two different champions. I sincerely think if Triple H took over the company, maybe as little as a month earlier, we would have gotten that. I think he got cold feet because there were rumors that they were going to do that. But they instead went with the Solo Sokoa debut, which has paid off dividends. But you could have done both. And I think he probably just got jittery. And I get it. Like, (laughs) it's, it's the longest title reign in, in your company outside of Bruno mm-hmm. San Martino, right? So, yeah. crazy. Um, but the, yes, of course, there's also, I forgot about the fact that The Rock is going to win the Royal Rumble because that's a thing that they're planning. Somebody says they're going to have The Rock win the Royal Rumble, that which will ruin everything. Um, Flame Inc. says, not a pun, but 
Scrooged remake starring Vince McMahon. The ghosts are who? Um, and we should pick them. Pretty also, deadly. Is it just NXT? Because pretty deadly is uh, we're Harley and Marley. But that hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, fine. I suppose um, it was uh, it was clever, but a bit of a cheat to make Marley two guys because that's never been the case. No, um, but we're doing in my head. We're doing the Muppets one because no, you just had Mister Scrooged. Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's not I'm Muppet sorry. Christmas Carol. It's a Scrooge remake. Come on now. It's right, th it's right okay, there. Okay, well, and who could it be? I, if I, William I mean, Regal was back. They, 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 they should be people who are dead. Fine. Um, uh, I, I, th I think Marley needs to be Pat Patterson because that would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> Macho Man. Ma be Macho Man is pre present. Yeah, oh yeah, come in and know me better, man. Million percent. Um, uh, yeah, Macho Mind is definitely. Uh, oh, Undertaker's not dead, but he should be. He, yeah, he's Christmas he's future, dead, right? He totally works. He's he, the Christmas future. He's not dead, but he's dead. So yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> that's my that's my Undertaker impression. Who's your Tiny Tim? Uh Hornswoggle. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I forgot how Tiny Tim Co was under the ring. Ghost of Christmas Past. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's too too many too many sad options. <laughs> it was a super chat. I know. We what owe do you, it what to do you the think? people. Ghost of Christmas Past. Uh -huh. Is it sad if I say Owen Hart? I guess. That is sad. Mm -hmm. That is sad. That's the whole thing. It's all, these, all these deaths could be sad. Sure. But you're the one who said they had to be dead. Well, they should be. They're ghosts. Yeah, but you could be... You know how it's like when you're playing, like, pick up baseball and you need a runner, you could be like, ghosty on second. Like, that's not someone that's dead, but they're a ghost. Luis says the past should be Vince Senior, the present is Mean Mark, and the future is uh, the public relations department. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so uh, this is <laughs> God bless oh, us, no. everyone. Oh my god, that's so good. The guy who really every good. match is his first match is mm -hmm. Tiny Tempest. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, that's very good. Then um, <laughs> CP saying his his marriage is dead, so Linda McMahon can be the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, <laughs> Katie Vick. Katie Vick, the ghost of Christmas past. Um, Flame Inc. says it's the most wonderful time of the year. Ooh, I like that one. That's really good. That's really good. That's that's why I said Veer before because I saw that pop up in the chat and I was like, that's that's really good. Jambeer says Denise the Grinch Salcedo. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Her Grinch Henry impression Gr being from the Deep South is a weird yes. choice, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Henry the Casey. Um, uh, I, I always call him Henry the Casey because I joke that his middle name is it's T, but it stands for the. Could Booker Henry T. Casey. Washington be Booker the Washington one? Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm late. Why does it make sense that Jericho lost? Well, I guess we'll talk about that here briefly. Um, Jericho losing doesn't make sense if you're getting a TV deal. But if you're not getting a TV deal, well, then whatever the hell. You know, this is, yeah, Jericho's an AEW guy if he's going to be on TV. Claudio can be the guy who anchors your streaming service once a week show. So, yeah, that's what that's why it makes sense now. It when it, we didn't know that until after the the pape when they announced it during the during the presser, but uh they're just doing honor what what's it called? Honor Club. Honor Club. I was going to They're doing a roller. soft launch of Honor Club, which mm -hmm. I hope that means we're getting the catalog too cuz that could be really awesome. Mhm. Mm I have a feeling that might not be the end of the road on the negotiations, but I think Tony Khan knew he needed to do something. So mm -hmm. that's not uh, a bad call. But yeah, I think if it's TV, you want Jericho dropping on television. If it's Honor Club, it doesn't fully matter. But that was a hell of a pay-per-view, man. Yeah. One of the strongest pay-per-views of the year. Flaming says, Reindeer War Games. Ooh. But yeah, I'd say it like Regal. Right. Reindeer War Games. There you go. Ranger Battle Frolic. Um, Bruno is the ghost of Christmas past. Christmas present is Roddy Piper. Ric Flair, since he's almost dead in the future. Because <laughs> he'll, he'll be dead in the future. He'll anyway. still be wrestling, though. He will be. But still. Yep. Somehow. Um, past Eddie Guerrero. Shoshana. Present Macho Man, future Undertaker. Eddie Eric Guerrero, I could see that. I could see Eddie Guerrero as that. I don't know if someone who lies, cheats, and steals should be your, your, your ghost that's leading you to your... That, that might be more of a Marley thing, since Marley also yes. lied and cheated and stealed and stole. Stealed. Um, you gotta go haunt his son into being a better wrestler. Ryan Sullivan wishes the pair of ceases a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Parasises. Happy birthday, you and a and a partridge in a pair of ceases. Stretch. All right. We'll allow it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, okay. We only got three jukeboxes, so that's cool. Um, Tiffany Stratton's uh, back. I thought it would have been slammed, to be honest. Jam Beard says Hip Hop Lollipop by Bootsy Collins, sung by William Regal. <laughs> Last call for Super Chats and Humper Chats. Welcome to the club. So I hear your name is Phantasma, or is it Santos Escobar? And you want to be a funketeer. Mm, why don't you make your way to the stage? What's the password? Uh, how much you got? How much you got? Going to get it. Funketeers, let's funk with this. How much you got? How much you going to get it? Funketeers, let's funk with this. How much you got? How much you going to get it? Miss Hip Hop Lollipop. Mm -hmm. Battle Frolic. <laughs> um, William Regal singing It's Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday by Boys to Men. But I believe we've done this before, but it's, it's still good. It's an American classic. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good times that made us laugh. 
outweigh the bad sunshine. So I thought we'd get to see forever, but forever's gone away. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, Matt in the mask. You scrummy, scrummy, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know where this road is going to lead. All I know is where we've been and what we've been through. Ooh, 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 scrummy, scrummy, ooh, ooh, ooh. If we get to see tomorrow, I hope it's worth all the wait. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is. Um, uh, <laughs> ah, you, now you've done it. Because you said, I, hey, what, why don't I have more Tiffany stuff? Now you've got to do something. I so like this go. one, though. I used to know every word to this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because this is a weird owl vehicle. Um, the, the Miz intro, sung by Macho Man, um, uh, says, uh, says Flame Inc. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Bonesaw is ready. That's my entire Macho Man, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Slim Jim. Yeah. There you go. Pretty good. Um, uh, Tyrone Kid requests Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Malachi Black, sung by Darby Allen. Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Malachi Black. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh ho, the mistletoe. Hung where you can see. I can see you, Brody King. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear, oh by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. Malachi Black. Still, still as accurate as ever. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, okay, you ready for yours? Sure. Uh, Jam Beard says we want the night Santa went crazy by Weird Al, sung by Tiffany. I got you. Down in the workshop, all the elves were making toys for the Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. When the boss busted in, nearly scared them half to death had a rifle in his hand and cheap whiskey on his breath. From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo, like a big, fat, drunk, disgruntled Yuletide Rambo. And he smiled and she said with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all. Now you're all gonna die. The night Santa went crazy. The night St. Nick went insane. Realized he'd been getting a raw deal. Something finally must have snapped in his brain. Very good. We'll Very good. I'm sorry, Flame Inc. to to, to shortchange you. Um, I thought you just wanted the intro, but you want no. this part. I came I to ca play. I came to play. It's the price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees and pray. Say goodbye to the good old days. Ooh yeah. That's as far as I can. I've I've destroyed my voice. That's how I feel when I do Ned. Yeah, can't do, can't do much, can't do macho man, 
Can't do Macho Man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm. Thinking, thinking, thinking. The Seasons Upon Us by Dropkick Murphy, sung by Nathan Fraser. The Seasons Upon Us. It's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer. There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung. There's bells and there's holly. The king's a gung-ho. Truth love finds a kiss between fresh mistletoe. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. My sisters are whack jobs, I wish I had none. The sisters are losers and so are their sons. My nephews are horrible wise little twit. He once gave me a nice gift wrapped in a box full of shit. I like he likes to pelt carolers with icy snowballs. I like to take him out back and deck him with more than the holes. With family like this, I have to confess I'll be better off lonely, distraught, and depressed. And Bob's your uncle! Um, did you notice that Willow Nightingale did a Bob's Your Uncle today when she came up for her entrance? She, she did came do down a the, Bob's Your she, Uncle. She goes, <laughs> I love Willow Nightingale. She, she, she did a Bob's oh. Your Uncle. Her and Trisha Dora, such good stuff. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, uh, okay, we uh, got uh, a couple more and then we're going to do a special thing. Um, Jambeer says Zombie Santa by Psycho Stick, sung by Braun. I don't know this one. <clears throat> it's tradition, cheer and festivities. Jolly, I am the one. It's time for Christmas fun. Flying through the trees, sleigh bells jingling, sack all full of toys, bringing Christmas joy to every boy and girl all over the world. Spread seasons, greetings, and slide down the chimneys and give all the gifts because I'm Santa Claus. I'm not finished with you. <laughs> I still have to check my list twice. Sit on my lap and tell me what you want. Then I'll add to my list because I'm Santa Claus. Get these gifts. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, Get these gifts. It's really good. Uh, um, okay, here we go. Oh, you get you have another one coming up. You have another one here. Uh, but I'm gonna do this one first. Okay. Um Santa's beatbox rap. By Santa VM, sung by Linda from Jambeard. Um, I, I, this, this always weirds me out when, when Luis, who's very good at this, goes, um, I think it's this one. <laughs> so let's find out. Um, uh, Would you like Tiffany to step in? Yeah, you do that one first. Uh, I won't, but Tiffany will. Yeah, no, that one. Yeah, sure. <sighs> okay. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. Thank you. Um, okay. So, um, it's not this <laughs> Hold! <laughs> Hold! Um. Well, then you guys get another Tiffany verse. Hold on. Yeah, okay, good. While we're waiting. Yeah. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. 
My little ad popped up. Sorry. It's okay. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, these ads. You're ruining mm-hmm. my Tiflo. Given the choice Everything. between the two of you, I take the seasick crocodile. Mm-hmm. You're a foul okay. one, Mr. Grinch. I'll just keep going until you guys have it sorted mm-hmm. out. You're a nasty, Westy Scott. Still waiting. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Mm-hmm. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that I would use best to describe you are as follows. And I quote, stink, stink, stunk, Wendy Chu. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we'll figure out what, what the other one is. I found something else. Hopefully it'll be this will be worth your two dollars uh jam beard. Um, this is Christmas by Froggy Fresh. It is sung by Linda. <laughs> First thing on my list, go figure. It's a brand new John Cena action figure. Second thing on my list, guess what? It's a really cute girl with a really cute butt. Mike said, Krispy Kreme, hold up. Mom says you're not allowed to touch a girl's butt until you're grown up. That's right. I'd have forgot about that rule. Not allowed to touch butts until you graduate from school. But that's all right, because third on my list, it's a brand new John Cena watch for my wrist. Now we're moving on to item number four. It's a brand new John Cena poster for my door. Check, check it out, y'all. Item number five. It's a brand new John Cena car that I can drive. Well, I can't really drive it because it's too small. But I could if I was maybe like this tall. Christmas, Christmas, come check out my wish list. Have I been a good girl? That's none of your business. I just want some good toys. Can I get a witness? Got all of my homies yelling Christmas, Christmas. Item number six on my list is on lock. I thought I'd get that super hot John Cena lunchbox. So tough, the thing is made of steel. No more using brown paper bags for my meal. Item number seven is like a bite of heaven. I could probably eat like 10 or 11. Check up in my stocking and guess what? I found me a brand new box of Betty Crocker fudge brownies. Item number eight, player don't hate. It's probably the best toy in the whole state. An item so hot, it could make the snow melt. It's a brand new John Cena wrestling belt. That's enough of this. I adore that it's John Cena stuff. Girl with a cute butt and brownies. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, wait, here we go. Jambeard says, okay, so here it is. Says, um, wait, go. Stop. Santa pause. Time to beatbox. I like to beat the box. Get in the groove, a jamming and a banging some Fortnite moves. I can floss like a boss. Match me crisscross. Are you feeling sad? Do the Santa dab. There you go. I did it. <laughs> There's nothing better than when I make a <laughs> fall out of her chair. Alex, um. I've, I've, been, I've been watching wrestling and talking about it from 3 p.m. till now 12.39 my yeah. time. Mm-mm. Linda doing a Christmas dab with your light-up necklace mm-hmm. and your Santa hat and mm-hmm. various stuffed sure. animals. Mm-hmm. That was delightful. I mean, it's in the lyrics. I got to do it, right? Actually, let's do this. Allie, and if Emily's still watching, mm-hmm. you get to pick a free jukebox for your birthday. 
yeah. of who you want us to sing happy birthday mm -hmm. as. Mm -hmm. There you go. True. Yep. There you go. And that'll be our mm -hmm. final. That'll be our go home. <laughs> um. Okay. Hold on. My. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll get. I got this. I got this one. Uh, the two front teeth one. Uh, Louise. So don't look that up. I got it for you. Um. And but da da da. All right. This is from uh, uh, Jam Beard wants my two front teeth sung by Nathan Fraser. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth, my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. It seems so long since I could say, Sister Susie sitting on a thistle. God, so gee, how happy I could be if I could only whistle. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth, my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have a two front teeth, then I could wish you Bob's your uncle. There you go. Um, a stone colds the night before Christmas, as requested by Flame Inc. I don't know but if as I who? do. A stone cold. The night before Christmas. Oh, I thought he had a rendition of the night before Christmas. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Maybe. Shout uh, out to Luis for keeping all this straight. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. Um. What? I'm gonna do it from memory. Um. Um. Hold on, who's that? How about, uh, uh, Antonio asking, does Nathan Frazier really sound like that? No, not at all. No, no, no. Like, he did one promo where he sounded vaguely like a British Golden Retriever. And I've just it decided is, that... He is a British Golden Retriever. That's the thing. So he should sound like your impression. And the, therefore, the, it's accurate. My brawn sounds a little like Stone Cold, but Stone Cold's di different. Um... Uh, can I get a hell yeah? It's a little different. It's a little, I'm not, see, that's my brawn. Doesn't quite work. Um, uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. When what? <laughs> to my wondering eyes should appear, but a religious sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. That's a, uh, yeah, that's tough. I, I, I'm sorry. That's really bad. Um, uh, um okay um okay baby it's stone cold outside is really funny <laughs> at least it's really you're cool. older and wiser man we're coming in hot with jokes um uh okay so i guess wait um Is that? Do we get a request from from the ceases as to who we're going to sing Happy Birthday as? Because otherwise we're just going to the roulette. Oh, the roulette. Yeah. So, like, just any anything? Just a mixture, yeah. Oh, I call it the roulette at that, but yeah, yeah, okay. Um, how do you want to so, do this? I don't know. I guess we're going to start like this. I guess we're just going to do Happy Birthdays over and over. It's a short song. Happy birthday to you. Happy go. birthday to you. <clears throat> um, happy birthday to you. 
happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cease Twins. Happy birthday. Oh, I can't do Moni. Happy birthday to you. How old are you now? doing i don't know i don't know how old um, are you now um, you know the linda does not like to get asked how I, old she is now because she's okay. between 50 and 300 we don't this really know true. i how old how old how old am i now listen i don't i don't even know i'm <laughs> I, I, I can't i can't even i can't even calculate it um but listen <laughs> How old are you now? Oh, how old are you now? I have two impressions. How old are you now? How old are you now? <laughs> yeah. That's an old one. That's an old one. The Walter one. I know. One. Um, uh, what's good? What, what's a good one? Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. Oh gosh, we're ending the stream and Alex's stream cut out. That's. Uh, I'm sorry we couldn't finish your song. No, guys. that's such a. I'm here. No. I, I wanted. I wanted to wish a happy birthday to the Cease Twins. Oh my gosh, it's it's me. That... It's Jesse. The, Jesse the Body Ventura. Listen, if you could just fax me over your address and I can ship you one of my old feather boas. I've signed at least one of the feathers. It might have fallen off between 1986 and now. But it's an autographed feather boa. At least it was at one time. But if you just fax me your address, it just it's the number one 12 times. That's my fax number. And then I will I will go ahead and ship that out to you as a as a birthday gift because I love the Seast Twins. What they're great. I uh, via fax, you said I think I don't know if they even have a fax machine anymore. Jeff. Everyone's got a fax machine, it's built right into your iPhone. Just plug it into the wall and it's a fax machine. Listen, it's it's all a conspiracy theory. <laughs> of course it is. Hey, you weren't at the pay-per-view, Jesse. No, I know. They didn't they decided to not put me in the uh in the surviving an iron challenge because I told them one time I left it on and I burned down the house. So they were like, No, no irons for you. It Can't be trusted with them. Kind of makes sense to be honest. I get it. Mm -hmm. I like the synergy. Yep. Well, thanks for wishing a happy birthday. To this the is my fax number. It's one 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 one. Just that's my fax number. And so uh, easy to remember. Yeah, it's very easy. I wanted. I just. I just told them say one a bunch of times, and they were like, "How? How's twelve for you?" And we were like, "That's fine." Who are the Seas Twins? Well, wouldn't you like to know? Actually, I, I they're working for the CIA deep cover. But that's only I only know that because I'm plugged into the Pentagon. I know how to use all the satellites. The Seas Twins what? are are I'm back. What happened? I it's so weird. Scripps showed up even though he wasn't booked, but he just Scripps really wanted to wish Emily and Ellie Cease a happy birthday, which is really cool. So That's nice of Jesse, isn't it? It is. What a, a sweetheart. I've always what said that about guy. him. He what offered to guy. ship them one of his autographed boas. Mm -hmm. But yeah. via fax, it was the whole thing. You missed out. He could ship it via fax? Well, he asked for their address via fax. Oh, do but not he give, probably do, could. Do not give Jesse Ventura your address. No. 
Do you know That's what his a fax bad number idea. is? Let's get oh, what's his you. fax number? No, one, 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 one. Oh, well, he, he got a good one. Then. It's easy to remember. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I ain't going to get better than that, Ceases. Happy birthday. No, we love you. Not, <laughs> no. Happy birthday. We love you. Happy Merry Christmas. Get in your Christmas puns. You can do it from now all the way to Tuesday. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they won't confuse your humper chats that just say a weird wrestler pun Christmas name. They probably won't read those on Raw, so yeah. don't worry. Luis is on top of things. But go to humperchats.com, get in all your puns ahead of time if you like. As soon as you come up with them, send them in via Humper Chat. And also on Tuesday, Christmas puns all Tuesday long, everybody. Christmas puns, Christmas puns, Christmas puns away. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> uh, keep cool, gabagools. Everything sucks. We love you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.